Hey queens, welcome to Captivation Radio, a podcast designed to help women learn to love their bodies, transform their mindset, and attract the life of their dreams. I'm your host, Fallon, the queen of all things captivation. I'm a certified personal trainer and a confidence and mindset coach. I have a passion for helping women go from mediocrity to queen status. Each week, I will discuss how you can use fitness, mindset, and manifestation to overcome feelings of lack, raise your energy, and finally step into your power and claim the life you deserve. Hey Queens, welcome back to Captivation Radio. Today I want to talk to you about leadership and about standing out and standing in your power and why it can be so scary. And finally, of course, how you can work on overcoming these fears so you can really step into the place that you're meant to be. You cannot achieve huge success in life if you are scared to step out of your safe space and put yourself out there. The more success you desire, the more often you're going to be forced to face your fears. You simply cannot inspire others if you are leading from a place of fear. If you are afraid, everyone can sense it. Your decisions will be questioned And you can't really blame anyone because you're doubting your decisions yourself. So if you're doubting your decisions, obviously anybody listening to you is going to doubt your decisions too. And if people are questioning you, you cannot lead them. People must respect your authority in order to allow you to lead them. Because you have to remember people choose to follow you. You can't force anyone to follow you. I know some people try, but that's not how it works. Following is a choice. Leading is a choice. So what fears interfere with leading? The number one thing is fear of criticism. And I'm sure you've heard this before. I don't know whose quote it is, but... You know you made it when you have haters. If you are making an impact, there will be people that you upset. There is no way around this. If everyone is happy with everything you are doing, it either means you're not a big enough deal for anyone to care, or you are attempting to please everyone. And let me tell you this. It is not your job to please everyone. Quite the opposite, in fact. As a leader, it is your job to make the tough decisions. It is your job to speak up when others are too scared to do so. It is your job to go first and show others the way. This is what it means to lead. You determine what your values are and you stay true to them. This way, When criticism arises, you will be able to handle it because you know what you are doing is in alignment with your values. 
And if you stay in alignment with your values, it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about your choices. There are things that I believe in and I stand firmly for and firmly against. And I don't waver on these positions. And it doesn't matter if I have to lose followers, friends, family. If it is something that is very important to me, and that's my values, I'm okay with being criticized. And you just have to get to that point yourself. Number two is imposter syndrome. As you grow in any position, whether you own the business or you work for someone else, it is natural to fear that at any moment, someone will discover that you don't really know everything that you claim to know, that you are an imposter. This is a big reason that so many women continue to play small. They constantly doubt their knowledge. All the smartest people have moments in which they doubt their abilities. Some may pretend that they never get scared, but that is a lie. Unless, of course, they're a sociopath, but that's a whole other episode. Everyone in the world, besides sociopaths, feels fear. The difference is what we choose to do with this fear. And what we choose to do about fear is what defines the trajectory of our life. A good exercise for when you feel like an imposter is to imagine an actual imposter doing your job. And the more dramatic you can be with this, the better. When I first began training people in person, I was nervous. I knew my stuff, but translating things from a book or a course to real life can be intimidating. Uh, One of the things I use to get over this feeling is I imagined what it would look like if an imposter was going to train my client. So I imagined someone like the character from Legally Blonde, you know, when she's teaching the girls to bend and snap. I imagined her trying to train my clients. And that gave me a good laugh. And it reminded me, I know what I'm talking about. And I will do great. Which I did. But just imagine, whatever it is that you do, imagine someone with no actual knowledge. An actual imposter. Trying to show them how to do it. And as you play out this scenario... The voice in your head will be like, oh no, you had to do it like this. You need to do this. And they'll correct the imposter. And then that will tell you, I know what I'm doing. I got this. Number three is the fear of failing. Of course, one of the biggest reasons women decide to keep playing small and not claim their place in leadership is that they're afraid to fail. It's one thing to make a mistake when you can quietly fix it with no one noticing. If you're in a backseat position, people don't notice your mistakes. Or if they do, you can generally fix them without it being any kind of public ordeal. But it's quite another to make a mistake in front of everyone. 
In today's world, many mistakes are seen by more people than they ever would have been before. And this is a reason that many people decide to stay in a position that is good enough. Not what you really want, but it's good enough. It doesn't push me out of my comfort zone. I can sit right here and I don't have to worry about publicly failing. And they do that even if that position is well below their potential. Many women are so afraid to fail at a new position or at a new level, they never take the chance on leveling up. But there is a huge flaw in this logic. In the worst case scenario, you end up exactly where you are right now. So what do you really have to lose by trying? And number four, you're afraid you will not be able to inspire or motivate. If you want to lead in any capacity, you must learn to communicate in a way that inspires others to follow your lead. If you own a business, you need your employees to desire to do well on their work. If you have a network marketing team, you need to be able to motivate your team to sell and your customers to buy. If you're a coach, you need to learn to inspire others to have the desire to change their lives. You need to motivate your team to work and you need to motivate clients to hire you. And all of this comes down to the methods which you use to communicate. If you're unsure of your words, then the people you wish to inspire will also be unsure, like we talked about in the beginning. But this can be overcome with practice, which means you have to push through the fear and start putting yourself out there. It can be very scary to speak publicly for a lot of people, whether that's like in an actual public venue, which isn't going on so much right now, or if it's something like this on a podcast, or it's a live video on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is, a lot of people are scared to do it for whatever reason. But if you never start, you're going to be right where you are. So you need to just start practicing. And you can practice with a small audience, in a group, or you can even practice just making videos on your own, editing them before you upload them. You can practice talking in front of your mirror. There's a lot of different things you can do. But it's just, you just have to practice. And I promise you, if you are doing something that you love and you are passionate about, when you start talking about it, people will feel that energy. You don't have to be like super crazy out there to have people listen to you and be inspired by you. I know a lot of the people that we see doing big things have this ridiculous energy And they're goofy and they're silly and they do all these crazy things. And if you're not like that, you may feel like you won't be able to inspire or motivate people. But that's not true. Because people listen to the things that I have to say and I'm not like that. I am super chill. I just talk to people like I'm talking to you guys right now. And people still listen. And I don't have to do anything ridiculous in order for that to happen. 
But I had to practice to get over my fear, just like you do. And number five, fear of making the wrong decision. You must be decisive in order to lead. There's no way around it. Everyone will be looking to you for guidance. Even if they don't tell you, they're watching. The way in which you conduct yourself speaks before you do. Your tone of voice and body language will be analyzed whether people realize it or not. There will be times you have to make decisions that you do not wish to make. That is part of leading. You need to get comfortable with that before you decide to put yourself out there as a leader or to step into any leadership position. And if you do make a wrong decision, admit it. Everyone is human. No one makes the correct choice every time. It is inevitable that at some point you will make the wrong decision. A good leader admits it and learns from it. And finally, remind yourself that your decisions are most likely not life or death. You are safe and you can come back from making a wrong choice. After all, making the wrong choice is how we learn and grow. Number six, the fear of responsibility. Being responsible for other people is scary. Whether you're directly in charge of them or you are influencing them in any way, knowing that you have the power to change their opinions and in some cases their entire lives can be scary. It is important to be honest about what you can deliver. There is a balance to be found between underselling and overselling your abilities. You never want to promise someone that you can do everything for them because at the end of the day, individuals are responsible for their own lives and choices. It's better to be honest about what you provide. For example, I can tell someone that I can give them All of the tools to overcome their limiting beliefs and fear. Because I can. I have all the tools. I know how to teach you. I can show you what to do. But I cannot force them to do the work. Therefore, I cannot promise that they will leave our time together with no fear or limiting beliefs. Do you see how that works? I can show you what to do but I can't force you to do it. I can motivate you to do it. I can try to talk you through it. But at the end of the day, you decide if you do the work or not. So I'm not going to guarantee you a result. I'm going to guarantee you that I'm providing you with everything that you need. And it goes the same way with personal training. If a woman comes to me and she wants to lose 20 pounds... I can provide her with the workout plan, a meal plan, and the mindset coaching to get there. But I cannot follow her around and make her follow through. That's why I'm honest with people. If someone says, I want to lose 20 pounds, can you promise me I will lose 20 pounds? No, honey, I will not promise you that. 
I will promise you that I can show you everything you do and that if you follow my plans, you can lose your 20 pounds. But you can only guarantee your success through your actions. And it doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. Another good example is network marketing. I have friends that are leaders in network marketing. People want to know before they join. Can I make $1,000 this month? They can show you how to make $1,000 this month. Does that guarantee that you're going to? No. You can provide people with tools, but you can't force them to do the work in any situation. I, Whenever I see promises being made, that seems super sketch to me because you never know if somebody's going to do the work. All right. So if you are ready to lead, like you know in your heart you are born to be a leader, but something is holding you back. It's likely one of these fears or you have some kind of other limiting belief blocking you. And if you don't know what that is, I challenge you to do some brain dump journaling. And how that works is you journal for a specific period of time. I'd like to say set a timer for five minutes. Imagine yourself in the position you desire. Write down everything that comes to mind about where you want to be. Don't edit your thoughts at all. Just let your thoughts completely flow onto the paper. Don't think. Just let it go. And then at the end, review your thoughts and see if you can pinpoint where you're getting scared. And then go to that section above because this will be on my blog on Captivation Radio so you don't have to take notes. And then if there's something coming up that I didn't address, feel free to reach out. Um, You can email me, Fallon at Captivation Coaching, or DM me at Captivation Coach on Instagram or Facebook. And I had another journal prompt on Instagram on Sunday that can help you with this too. So always feel free to reach out. If this was helpful, please like, share, Leave me a review so I can reach more people. And I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully the election goes well today and we don't have some kind of apocalypse. All right. I will talk to you guys later.